0: Hi, I'm Caroline Buzik, and I'm a certified life and spiritual coach, and I love to help women live life with more joy. My job is to completely and wholeheartedly believe the best in you and believe the best for you. I think that life is meant to be enjoyed, and we're meant to live with passion, purpose, and fun. In this podcast, we will talk about all things joy, what brings you joy, what keeps you from joy, and how to just enjoy life more in general. You are uniquely and wonderfully made, and you are who you are and how you are for a reason. My hope for you is that you will adore being you. Build a life you love, soak up as many moments as you can, and enjoy the heck out of life. Welcome to the Make It Joy Podcast. Thank you for being here with me and uh, snuggling up with your cup of tea and your classical music, as I'm sure you're doing, just totally relaxed with nothing else in the entire world to do, nothing else on your agenda, just this quiet time together. Or perhaps you're bringing me along more realistically as you shuttle between Target to get more Pop Tarts, and uh, who knows where you're off to next? But maybe the other grocery store because they have a better deal on the hamburger meat. So whatever you're doing, I'm I'm glad you're with me, and I want to talk to you today about well, you and me, and why I am doing this, why I have started a business that's all about you and your life and why I've started a podcast that is centered around you and your life and you feeling like you're living the best life you possibly can. And by that, I don't mean that you're living in the south of France, which... Would be great, probably, unless you live in the south of France and have grown up in the south of France. Then it's probably not glamorous at all. Then you probably wish you were in California, maybe. But uh, (laughs) what I mean by living a life that you love is you feel like you're you. You feel like you're living at your full potential. You feel engaged in your life. You feel worthwhile. You feel like you matter. You feel like the things that you do matter. You feel like you're connected to (laughs) the beauty of nature. You're connected to God. You're connected to yourself and your friends around you and your family. And you feel like you're using the gifts that you were given and you're passionate and you're making a contribution. And you're overall just really satisfied and content with how you're living. So you don't feel like life is happening to you and it's just slipping away and you're just making it through the day to day. You feel like no matter how simple or, uh, I hate to use the word ordinary, but ordinary is a really wonderful word actually. Um, No matter what your life, Looks like from the outside, on the inside, your life is satisfying and fulfilling, and you feel like you are taking the one life that you have and you're pleased with yourself in it. So that's what I mean by all this. So, why do I care about your life and you living that fulfilling life? Well, several reasons. One is I'm made this way. This is how I come. God made me this way. It's part of my gifting. I have always, <laughs> I've always thought life is meant to be lived to the fullest. And I'm a romantic at heart. I'm, a, I'm an artist. I'm a creative. And I, I feel like life is meant to be passionate and purposeful. And when we just are drifting through it, it's, it's an opinion, but I feel like it's a waste. Like it's not. It's not what we're here for if it's just slipping through our fingers and so i did come like this but i also part of my gifting too is uh, i i really care about other people um in large packs of people no thank you i would like to be separated and be at home uh with the safety of my kitty cat um, and my family and cozy abode, but if you're a one-on-one or a small group, especially if you're a woman, I I care and I want you. Actually, yes, a woman, but it's really just everybody. One-on-one, I really want to connect with you and I I care about you and your life and your God-given purpose and abilities and desires and hopes and dreams and so, aside from that, I also, oh man, I have had a lot, a lot of wasted years in my own life. I'll gather around, I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> when I was younger, I, I, felt, uh, I felt really full of potential. I felt like um, I could do anything and was going to do anything, I was going to do uh, quote-unquote big things and uh i felt almost like there was pardon the ego here but like there was a mark on my life and i was made to do something special or just big you know something that god was really going to use me for something that i was gonna really love and it would make a big impact and I I felt full of that potential. I felt full of gifts and just possibility. And then uh, I began to grow up a little. (laughs) I went to college, I went to graduate school, I moved to New York. I, I did a lot of moving from my younger self and I was out in the world and I was alone for a lot of that actually. And things began to just begin to slip a little. I felt like um, probably what a lot of people feel in their 20s. I felt like I, I wasn't, I didn't know my path. I, I didn't feel like I was accomplishing much. I felt like I, I wasn't really sure what my purpose was. I have always had a, a unique set of abilities and a unique personality that has been very difficult to place in a career i mean if you ask me what i value most not mosty most because peace is probably up there peace joy you know peace in my relationships peace with god joy uh but freedom i really value my freedom and my time and i that makes it hard to work for someone. <laughs> that makes it hard to be in a building and do certain jobs. I always needed my freedom and I've needed to kind of move when I need to move. And um and a lot of my skills were and are creative skills. They're more interpersonal skills. They're relationship building, their their skills with with God, with God and me and and letting God use me. And They're more like spiritual gifts, and I could never really properly learn Excel, nor did I want to. But after that first class, I kind of dozed in the middle of it, and I thought, oh, well, (laughs) oh, well, I guess I'll never learn that one. (laughs) So I didn't have a lot of the... I think technical skills that I needed, I didn't have a lot of interest and or the proclivity to do that kind of stuff, and and you'd think, oh well, sales maybe you'd be good at sales. I did. I hate sales. I was a hor- I did a lot of sales jobs, and I was a horrible salesperson because I always thought, I mean, I'm just going to tell them about the product. They know if they need it or not. They're going to decide for themselves if they need it. They don't need me to. To sell them something, they'll buy it if they want it. The end. <laughs> so, not a good salesperson. So I think n- not really finding my place in a career and pursuing a more a more creative path, a more artistic path. Um, I, you know, got my bachelor's in fine arts, my master's in fine arts, and I never really knew where to put it, and I didn't ever really feel everything that came my way felt like I was settling or it wasn't really me and so you add that kind of lack of purpose with my career and then you add on uh, I guess you'd call it the learning gears or the mistakes of the 20s whatever you want to call it but there was a lot of um, especially when I lived in Kansas City, Missouri, and New York. I was on my own. I I just didn't feel very connected to God. I didn't feel uh, I didn't have a lot of support. I certainly didn't have uh, much Christian support at all. And my family was really far away, I think. Pardon my math, but I think in both locations, I was around 1,000 miles away from my home. And and just not knowing my way and life was really not about other people at all it was all about me and me finding my purpose or me trying to get a job or life was all about me it was not about other people i was focused on me and making my way in my life and that felt really yuck i didn't like my life being about me that bothered me and it it made me also feel really really disconnected from god and others and just um they made everything really small really insular i mean when you're thinking of you (laughs) it's about as small as it gets you know you're looking inside at this one little spot instead of eyes open to the whole world and all the people around this time that's when i really began to feel this wandering this loss of potential and that's when i felt like i i'd fallen from grace uh which is not true but in my head i just couldn't get it out of my head that i wasn't god's little shiny christian anymore that i had become um, i guess dirty a little that i my life was not i mean i really wasn't supposed to have a lot of problems according to me (laughs) According to my younger self, I was intending to, you know, finish at the topish of my class and then go to college and then travel and get married and I don't know, but I it was supposed to be clean and it was anything but clean. I did not have a tidy twenties. I had a wandering, searching uh, lost tons of heartbreak uh lots of um loneliness and we'll say just uh lots of thinking Hmm. and this is all when i began to feel like my ship has sailed you know and i better just make things work Uh, i began moved to Nashville and I began uh, I I got certified as a yoga instructor and eventually a Pilates instructor and I liked that I was a good teacher Uh, my students liked me and I could help people with that and I uh, learned a lot especially with my own injuries Um, by the way if you go to a teacher a yoga or Pilates teacher you want somebody who's been hurt (laughs) you don't want them to be hurt but People who've been through it, they know how to help you and they know it's different when your teacher has the actual experience of pain and injury and recovery that that makes for not always, but most of the time it makes for a way more informed, uh, empathetic teacher because they get it and they're going to know things that they can't learn in books. Uh, It's just is different when you go through it. Anyway side note. Well, actually that's not a side note That's why that's part of why I'm telling you this whole story Um, But just remember that when you go to a yoga class Anyway, as I was teaching I I liked it I liked the freedom that it gave me but I never felt like it was my passion I never felt like it was what I was made to do. I didn't feel like I was made to be a Pilates instructor it wasn't my calling and with that time also, I got married in there somewhere, I had children in there, and I I felt by this time, I, it had just gone so long that I felt this dullness, uh, almost like my, I missed my shot. I'm not on plan A anymore. I, I'm not even sure if I'm on plan B. I'm not really on a plan. My new plan is to be sure to be used as a helper to those around me and to make sure that my husband succeeds and he's happy and my children succeed and grow up and that I'm cleaning and that I'm running errands and that everyone has washed shoes and socks. I mean, you're not gonna have washed shoes unless they're really dirty, but everyone has the laundry that they need. But my life was not for me anymore my life was for all the other people and my life was not about God's purpose for me. I, I felt like he had given up on me. He still loved me and forgive me. And I was still in, Um, but I wasn't his little shiny star anymore. I'd missed that and I'd made too many mistakes. And, you know, during this time, what, I knew at the time It was very painful at the time. And now looking back, I think it's just very interesting. I, well, I didn't talk about it a ton. Uh, how do you talk about this kind of emptiness or dullness um, that you feel like is your own fault? But I didn't know who to talk to to help me. And I didn't really know how, I'm not so sure I knew what I needed. I just knew I felt like so many really all of my gifts and my talents were wasted and I had a lot of wasted years and I couldn't find a purpose outside of other people, outside of, um, kind of denying me as an individual who matters, but as a kind of, um, what's that? Something that gets under people and lifts them up, a lifter upper of my children and my husband. Um, it was a sacrifice, but it wasn't because I felt compelled to lift up my husband and my children. It was because I felt like it was because I felt like I had to in order to be useful, because my own life was not useful anymore uh, but I could be useful and not wasteful by lifting up my husband and my kids, and, and also by just encouraging people in general that I saw. But it wasn't driven out of purpose. It was driven out of feeling very small and feeling like uh, I just didn't matter. And so I needed to make sure somebody mattered. It had to be them because there's no way I could matter anymore. But I, I, no one really knew how to help me. I remember saying to a few friends, you know, I just feel very ordinary And uh, by the way, ordinary is wonderful. I'm a big fan of ordinary. I'm a big fan of simple now. But what I meant was just, well, all the things I've described, I just felt out of touch with it. I felt like I wasn't living the life I wanted. And now I have a very ordinary life, but I love it because I feel lit up inside. I feel like I am myself. I have a passion, I have a purpose. It's very different. It's different when you are moving through your life day to day, just letting things come and moving through the chores and the schedule versus when you are in that same life. It may look exactly the same from the outside, but on the inside, you're driven. You have purpose. You have uh, deep peace. You have deep satisfaction and joy. You are connected to everything. You're connected to God, yourself, your family, your children, what you're doing in the moment. You're awake. The difference is you are awake. So I would occasionally talk to my friends and just mention this stuff, and nobody really knew what to say other than, you're so great, or I hate you feel that way, or God loves you. And I I didn't know how to help me either. I didn't know what resources I needed. I didn't. I just... I listened to tons of, you know, self-help and this and that, which I love. I've always liked that stuff. But I didn't know how to actually put myself into action and how to change my life. And I also didn't believe that it could be changed. I, I honestly felt like it was over. It was over for me. And I was just here to exist and... Uh, make nice <laughs> and love God and be loved by God and but then that's the end of the sad part. the good stuff's coming. okay here comes the turnaround. So my husband and I are in a small group in our church, so we just get together with people every uh, every other week. and several people in that group had been to a life coach slash career coach, and she had helped them find their way and their direction. And my husband actually went to her while, uh, well, he went to her while I was pregnant. And then when Beckett, precious angel was born, I mean, fresh, he was a freshie, uh, Matthew, my husband went back to the life coach and, um, Actually, I went with him because we knew he needed a job change and he just didn't know what. And so (laughs) that's a that's a whole other story. Maybe I'll get him on one day to talk about it. But there we are uh, with a brand new, as I said, a fresh baby. And, And Matthew and I both went to these sessions so we could be on the same page, you know, financially and about the goals and the goals for our family and what kind of what would work for him because he was he was desperate really he was in a bad spot and the timing was tough uh with that little fresh baby M- Matthew's story although a great story we're gonna bypass that because it's about you and me right so he found his job life was great and I, he said to me he said I think you need to do life coaching and I I would have, I loved to, I said I have wanted to, but I've, back to the sad part of the story, I didn't feel like I could do that for myself. I didn't feel like I could, oh, I didn't feel like we had the money for it. I didn't feel like I, I didn't really feel like anything would come from it. And I went to a counselor by the way, which was helpful, Um, but it wasn't the help I needed. The counselor was more about reconciling some things from the past, um like reshaping or identifying some beliefs i have but uh it was not really action forward it was different life coaching and counseling are uh, they're cousins but they are in different families for sure and what i needed was a coach i needed life coaching well i needed both but ultimately what got my little booty move in was a life coach so anyway when it was my turn matthew really encouraged me and supported me to go to life coaching. And I, I just remember saying to the Lord, God, I don't want this to be a waste of time. I don't want this to be a waste of money. Is there anything for me? Am I going to go through this and just talk about myself and be in the same spot at the end of it? And I just felt, I really clearly felt like I have something for you. I have something for you. Just stick with it. Do it. And I have something for you. That's all I knew. And every time I went to these sessions, you know, we would talk about different things and, and it was helpful to help me realize some of my strengths and some of my gifts and and times in the past where I had really come to life and times in the past where I'd really seen God's hand on my life and how he had used me and and reconnecting with some desires I'd had and reconnecting with what mattered most to me. That was all really important every time I came, I felt like I know a lot of this stuff, but where does it go? This is the question of my life is where do I put all these pieces of me? You know, how do I make any of this important or valuable? And and I just felt like, just keep going. I have something for you. So I went and, well, what do you know? He had something for me. (laughs) Um, And after... Um, maybe six or seven sessions through the life coaching, I was praying and thinking and I I just felt really clearly the Lord bring back two things I've always wanted to do. <laughs> I really felt the Lord bring up to me um, working with women and hosting retreats for women. And at that time, I felt like I had a very very clear picture of what I wanted to do and how I wanted to host a retreat. And during that, I also felt I felt like the Lord was encouraging me to become a certified life coach as well, which I did not know for what reason yet. I, I wanted to be a life coach at different times in my life, but I, I didn't really know how you could do that in actuality, how that looked in real life. Uh, Do people, Pay for a life coach? Is that a thing you do? Um, even though I'd just been to one? So I figured it was something I'd probably throw into my retreats. Um but, funny old God, doesn't he know what he's up to? As I went through my life coaching and spiritual coaching certification, I immediately loved it and immediately thought, This is this is it. This is everything I was intended to do, and it pulled out all of my skills and and it took, what I'm doing now has taken, it pulls so much wisdom, so much wisdom from all of those wasted years. Wisdom and almost this sense of urgency for others and this caution for others. So I have gone from feeling potential in my life as a young person and feeling like, life was going to be really impactful and joyful and exciting and meaningful too feeling like i wasn't using my potential i couldn't find my way fast enough i didn't know where i belonged so the potential just went to sleep and my gifts went to sleep and i was no i was just dull and wasted to where i am now where i want you to be i have the life that i want for you where i feel like i'm alive i'm connected i'm excited i'm enthusiastic i'm passionate i'm full of ideas i'm creative i'm i just i feel in tune i feel connected to god i feel led by god i feel i feel like i am fully who i was intended to be you know, like there's nothing wasted anymore. And whether the, you know, whatever the, the day, the outside day brings, whether we do something very exciting and we, you know, we're taking a trip somewhere wonderful, that's thrilling and, and fulfilling. Or if I'm at home and I'm just, well, what I'm doing right now is I'm sitting on the couch talking to you and my kitty cat is in my lap and I, how ordinary, how ordinary, but I'm so fulfilled. So that's what I want for you. I care about you because I'm made that way. It's my gift and I've been through it. I've been on both sides. I've been on the years and years, definitely more than a decade of what felt like wasted years and wasted life where things were fine but they weren't what i wanted for myself what i felt like they weren't what i was made for they weren't what this one life was for and to where now i i just feel so satisfied deeply content in my soul and you oh you can have it you can have it whatever is inside of you that's that's yearning that's longing that feels uh, restless i can help you hear it i can help you find what it is and then bring that out into your life so that you can have this deeply satisfying peaceful joyful life matter what it looks like on the outside but from the inside you are lit up and you're just you're just so happy (laughs) you're just you're really fulfilled and i want it for you big time so i (laughs) that is what i wanted to talk to you about today i don't share my own tail lightly i i actually hid that from from most people for many years but if i'm gonna do this work i think you need to know um about it i think you need to know at least in general that i've been there i get it i have so much (laughs) insight from it and i still feel, I can still feel that pain and that, well, there's a sadness to it. I can still feel that when I think about it. And when I think about you, I want you to live a life that you love, a life that satisfies you, a life that you are so proud of, a life that fills you today. And then when you are you know, 150, looking back at your life, you think, oh, I did it right. I feel great. It wasn't just passing through, it didn't just slip through your fingers. You were actively, intentionally, passionately, purposefully living your life with joy, peace. And I think we can do that together. Okay. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out to me, contact me at caroline at makeitjoy.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you just want to learn more about me, look at my website, www.makeitjoy.com. But my husband told me people don't say www anymore. They stopped doing that about 10 years ago. So makeitjoy.com is where I am. Uh, hey, later Gator. Have a great day. Bye okay gang that's it for today thanks so much for listening I hope you've been inspired encouraged and have had a great time if you'd like to know more about working with me having me as your own personal coach check out my website www.makeitjoy.com you'll also find all of my resources recommendations and freebies on there as well if this podcast is your kind of thing I would so appreciate your support please leave me a five star review and help spread the word if you'd like to say hello. I would love to hear from you. Send an email to caroline at makeitjoy.com. I will read it and I will get back to you. I love the Make It Joy community. Y'all are a really beautiful, lovely group of people, and I appreciate you all so much. Enjoy being you, enjoy your life, and go make it joy. I'll see you next time.